1: Nicole Hartman and with us today we have Vanessa Baldwin. Vanessa, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Good. Great. Glad to have you here. So I'm going to do your quick intro and then we'll get right into it. So I'm really excited about this today. Uh, Vanessa is a classical homeopath and Sir, or circadian clinician yeah mom of three boys and wife to an amazing partner and former former special education teacher when she became ill and western medicine failed her she turned to alternative solutions we've all been there mm. she tried many alternatives including naturopathic doctors chiropractors functional medicine restrictive diets and tons of supplements only to be discouraged when that failed as well Oh, that resonates. And <laughs> she spent years and tons of money on her health journey only to come up short on making substantial progress, then found circadian biology and classical homeopathy. Through classical homeopathy, circadian biology, she has improved her health and well-being. Now, this is the medicine she uses on her entire family. She has a passion to share the knowledge she's gained through her own health journey and help as many people as she can get to the real root causes of their health issues. Great introduction. We've all had this journey, haven't we? I think anybody who
0: gets into the health and wellness space and becomes a practitioner usually has their own health journey and struggles that brought them to become a healer and really have them become awake, right? Because before this, I was totally asleep. My eyes were shut to everything. I didn't really know. any. I just, I was grew up, I grew up extremely conventional, you know, yeah. like extremely. So this was, this is a whole new realm to me. Um, and when you become so sick that to the point how sick I was and you keep going to all these doctors. And of course I tried allopathic first and it was like, they just, they had no solutions for me. It was, I mean, I, to the point where it was, let's remove your bladder.
1: Oh my God. At 37
0: years old. Yeah. That was the solution that was given to me when my, when one of my autoimmune diseases, interstitial cystitis was really, really flared. And I'm like, and that wasn't my husband was like, wait a minute. What? Like, that's what we're going to do. That's your solution. Like they, they had nothing. They didn't, they don't And this is the truth of it, and it's so hard, is that unfortunately, when it comes to chronic conditions, and I'm sure you know, Nicole, that... Yeah. They don't have solutions for you. They and it's really, no. really sad. And you know, you I had left a m- uh, many doctors' offices, hysterical crying, feeling alone and scared. And like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I don't I, like you just told me you don't have any solutions for me. I'm just gonna just do what? What what do I do? Where do I go? And that was a scary place to be in. And I have to say, going to functional medicine and naturopathic doctors
1: didn't feel any better. Um, unfortunately, in my case, uh, I've heard that so many times, though, because it's kind of the same thing, except under the guise of supplements,
0: right? You no, know, and
1: we're going to supplement the heck out of you, and you're still not going to feel better.
0: I think too, though, that my constitution, my level of health, whatever you want to call it, my redox was too weak to even utilize yeah, any of those. To supplements. utilize it, yeah. At that time, yeah. it was just like I was wasting money and just you know putting this crap into my body that probably was loading my body with other synthetics and deuterium and all the other things, right? That was not even really being supportive. So it it just, it wasn't effective at all. And, um, you know, people will tout that supplements can help improve your mitochondria function I don't think so. I, I mean, maybe if your redox is really good, or if you're really implementing all of the quantum circadian biology, lifestyle practices and principles, maybe a supplement can be supportive, but it wasn't my experience. And I don't really, I don't take any now. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same <laughs> here. Sure. Like I take like a, a magnesium, yeah. you know, yeah. a, this a, a magnesium, but, um, I, because I used to be in that supplement realm too. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's just kind of, it's that whole, that, you know, that strange trip that we've been on, you know, it's like this whole journey and you kind of have to go through that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in, in order to find like a, a place of, wow, this feels right. Like this oh, yeah. is the space, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's sensical type stuff mm-hmm. instead of like, it's not sensical to, or sensible or sustainable to load up on supplements every mm. single day in the hopes that it's going to make a difference. And you how
0: know? confusing like, to the body. I always yeah. feel, I feel that way. That was one thing when I started the, well, when I started my quantum circadian journey, I was still taking a lot of supplements. But then when I actually got into homeopathy, I was like, my practitioner was like, I really think you should simplify things. And I actually healed more when I simplified because it's very confusing to the body to be giving it so many inputs, you know, even from a biochemical standpoint, not even from an energetic standpoint, but even mm-hmm. from that standpoint, it's like the body is like, wait a minute, wait, what? Like, it's just too confusing for that. And I was also like this very like, you know, healing journey. I've got to do this, 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 (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's no, really simplicity is really better for healing. I find.
1: I agree with you. So, So, so all right. So tell me, how did you find quantum biology? I love that question. (laughs) I ask every guest that like, how did you find this space? How did or, you find, or like circadian lifestyle type stuff? Yeah, How did it, you find it?
0: It's totally like a different thing that not everybody finds, mm-hmm. right? Well, I was frustrated, right? Yeah, at this time, I'm trying all the functional things, I'm trying everything I can to heal, and nothing is working, right? So, I've i kept searching, you know, you just keep searching and searching and searching, and um, not many people find quantum biology through this person, but I want to seeing a doctor who was promoting a lot of ketosis and sunshine. And uh, I started following her. I think I started following her through Sarah Kleiner who was on the carnivore diet then. I had tried the carnivore diet. So I think that was the where I, where it began. Um, so my first introduction is to, was to get out and see the sunrise. And one of the symptoms that I had was chronic insomnia and really intense pain at night. And after a few days to weeks of seeing the sunrise, that started to improve. Uh, And then all of that, I just started learning more and more about it. I mean, I guess through Heather Shepard, Carrie Bennett, Sarah Kleiner, I mean, reading all the podcasts, eventually getting into Jack Cruz's work, like just, I really became obsessed with like learning about it just from that one practice of Sunrise. And of course, I was doing grounding out there and all that as well, earthing. And um, all of that just, it started to click. And I started to feel a little bit better just from doing that really that one practice of sunrise and grounding started to make traction. And I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. So then, yeah, I kept learning more and more. And um, then eventually started blocking artificial light at night. And then, you know, kept going it on and on and doing all the other things, moving into more seasonal diet. At the time I was doing keto, which actually is not really great for me. I found seasonal is much better for my biology and health. And Same. yeah, I can't, I need some seasonal carbs like in, on a daily I, basis. I agree. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a woman thing or whatever, uh, you know, it's just, that's what I mean. And I also just started really living with nature's rhythms, you know, um, honoring winter, honoring darkness, honoring those longer fast, switching my fasting window. I used mm-hmm. to fast till 12 o'clock, you know it's what guilty. I mean? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. don't know, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Moving that fasting window to the morning, uh, mm-hmm. the, um, to the, evening, yeah. so to the evenings, with breakfast we yeah. stop eating all the things that, you know, we teach and practice. And, Really, my knowledge continues to grow. I mean, of course, I mean, I just took the Quantum Biology Collective, which was amazing, and um, yeah, and I'm still I'm taking another course right now with Heather Shepard with the um, her ancestral health course. Like, I just want to continue learning these things because yeah. I just I found that circadian biology really is the foundational practices and principles Absolutely. we need to live in an optimal healthy environment, and especially with all of the stressors that we are under today you know, it's high. Like our bodies are exposed to so much and um, this is just gonna help, you know, build our redox, build our constitution, make us less weak, you know, and make us stronger. And uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. just find it to be just monumental. And um, lacking artificial light at night was also very huge as well. And then I will say turning off Wi-Fi at night mm-hmm. and moving, cause I had a lot of, I always dreaded the night. The pain at night was always the worst. Um, so taking Wi-Fi off at night and also then we went up switching to Ethernet, so now Mm -hmm. it's even better. Even better, yeah. Yeah, and we actually just even turn that off at ten o'clock at night so the Ethernet automatically goes off. Everything's off so everything is off. I mean, I would unplug the whole Sam's circuit <laughs> it's
1: up to me like you it's completely and it there's nothing but what's. I I can't take it that far <laughs> I think I think I need to be warm in the winter though at night no just joking <laughs> yeah I know no, no. put on extra sweatshirts you'll be fine <laughs> yeah this is true I live with
0: a family right I know I, mean, I have to honor everybody else's needs yeah everything
1: in you know. reason yeah right exactly <laughs> so then how did that lead you to homeopathy
0: is Again? that was that yeah. a part
1: of the healing step was that that uh because you had seen that physician right the
0: so what happened was is i had improvements with circadian biology but i was still pretty frustrated and i was okay. really frustrated after i had done a, a longer fast which probably was not a great idea and i wound up developing like an, a yeast infection from it or a bladder infection which is bladder is my issue it's i'm very okay. susceptible there okay and um i was just like i'm doing all the things like i'm sunrise this that blah, 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 blah. i do all the yeah. things yeah. And i'm like why am i still having some health challenges and of course As great as circadian biology is and quantum biology is, a lot of us are so suppressed. Our systems are so weak. We need a little bit more to support us um, through our healing journeys. And um, some people can heal with... You know, just circadian biology or quantum biology, it can happen. Or going on a carnivore diet, some it can happen. That means they have a much stronger constitution than me. Yeah. They have a much better redox than me. They're, you know, I I need more. So I was frustrated when I had this infection, and I'm like, I'm not taking antibiotics. I need to find something different. And I had gone to my homeopath, who was also my trainer, uh, Heather Shepard, and was like uh, I need to do something. You need to, I, I, I've got to do something here. Like I can't keep going on like this. And you know, the bladder stuff is really tough for me. Uh, and it's still a process. It's way better than it was before homeopathy,
1: but it's still a process for me now. Um, Well, especially since like you're, it's, it is a detoxing organ, right? Like it is that it it is a pathway. So Mm -hmm. if, if that is not functioning well, then you're, you're one less detox pathway. To, yeah, to finding that homeostasis type thing. And, and I think that you bring up a really good point though, that everyone is different. Yeah. Right. So that, you know, somebody may be able to just change their life by seeing circadian biology, but we might need circadian biology and a little something else, some support. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's why we keep searching. Yeah. You know? yeah. So kudos to you for never accepting like I'm going to find out, you know, I'm going to be well, right? Like that's the whole thing. Like I'm going to keep pushing for it. So go ahead and continue on. Um, and then maybe give us a little intro to what homeopathy is for some people that may not know.
0: (laughs) Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm a super determined person. Like I don't like let go of things very easily. That's just (laughs) always been in my, my way. And I'm like, I am going to fix this. I'm going to heal this. It's in my, it's in my blood. But, um, yeah, because you want to feel your best, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. I know, you know, it's tough to not feel good. I know, because I've been there. But um, yeah, so I when I took my first homeopathic remedy, <laughs> I was like, okay, like, it's kind of an interesting thing to do homeopathy, because that you go and like meet with somebody, and they ask you like all these like really weird questions. And it's kind of like intense. And you're like, not intense, but it's like, it's kind of like a therapy session. And then they also ask you like some strange questions that you're like, well, why did she ask that? Or what does that mean? Okay, and then you're like, they give you a remedy. So I took my first remedy. And I had in homeopathy we call this an aggravation of symptoms which is actually a really good sign and it's hard even for my clients now to understand that but symptoms are how we heal so when you aggravate the presenting symptoms right this is how your body up levels and your immune system is starting to come back online and fight and actually heal it so i had a very intense aggravation of symptoms uh, and it it amplified like two weeks later that I was like it it was very intense let's just put it that way and then all of a sudden like the next couple days I was like oh my god this is like voodoo magic I feel better because I had this one symptom Nicole that was like it was horrific it was like itchy bladder at that time I mean if you can imagine what itchy bladder feels like Like
1: inside like that's you just couldn't oh my gosh that sounds horrendous
0: So that intensified. Right. So that was tough. So, but then all of a sudden it was gone and that's still, that symptom has never come back. And it was like, oh my God, like this is literally is voodoo magic. That was my, I actually thought that. And then my, my um, homeopath was running the training at that time. And I was like, it just was like serendipitous. It happened like all at the same time. And I was like, I have to learn more. Like yeah. you have to teach me the magic of this medicine <laughs> and how it works. Like I need to know, I need to help people. I need to share this. This is, this is amazing. Um, and it's like, I've had bladder issues since I was five. So like, so this is oh. a very deep, deep, deep pathology for me. Years. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not surprising that it takes a long time to fully heal, but I can't, I, I always think back. I'm like, man, if we would have known about homeopathy, When I was five, instead of using allopathy, which is like regular Western medicine, I was actually putting a call on long-term antibiotics for two to three years to suppress my bladder symptoms at five. So you know what that did to my microbiome. You know what that did to my body and how much that weakened my system. Um, I don't even know if those bacteria can ever really be replenished for doing that to somebody for so long, to be honest. Um, So that... And of course, I've dealt with chronic bladder issues, ongoing forever. Those antibiotics didn't fix it. So, okay, you asked about homoeopathy, and what it
1: is. <laughs> no, so, I think it's, I'm glad that you said all that because I there there are many people who are in that realm, and you know, I have nothing against allopathic medicine. If like in acute instances, you know, like I no. like emergency medicine is quite phenomenal. But, right. So I feel like looking. Like, even I, I'm 40. So, even if I'm looking back 35 years, like, I feel like they knew then that that was like a long term antibiotic wasn't it. I you think you know what was, I mean? Like, there was a
0: peak that they, that that was like antibiotics had its peak. And I think it's actually having its, it's going down. It's going down now. Yes. Yes. I see yes. that because even with my own children, I had a really good pediatrician with them. I mean, he didn't know homeopathy, unfortunately, but he was like, he would space out those injections, he gotcha. would, you know, he would, um, you know, not recommend antibiotics for viruses, he would try to limit those things. So like, that's good. So I see that coming down, like, they're like, okay, you, we don't really always have to provide it. But and I feel like when I was growing up, they were given out like candy, at least that was my experience. Absolutely. Um, and it's like, you didn't always need it. And it was like, That was not the root cause of why I, I I mean, I'm not going into my own case a little bit is I had more like incontinence as a kid, like a lot of urine issues. And that was
1: more of what they gave me the medication for. And I was like, it was an infection of some sort when it probably wasn't.
0: They found,
1: they, if you,
0: they cultured and they found things, right. But I'm, I'm a little leery (laughs) of those testings as well. So, I mean,
1: really, I, I, if you look for something you're going to find what you're looking what you want to look for what you want to see um so yeah clearly there was something else but but nonetheless let's move on to homeopathy right yes so homeopathy
0: is a totally different. It's a system of medicine, though, actually, that was created by the late and great Samuel Hahnemann about 200 years ago, and he was actually an allopathic doctor. So allopathy is actually treated by the law of opposites. Okay, so that means that they want to give you, say, you have uh, diarrhea, they want to give you something to suppress that diarrhea. Say you have constipation, they want to give you something to help, you know, like a laxative to help the move the system along, right? So they treat via the law of opposites. Um, Where homeopathy treats via the law of similar. So they're going to give you something, uh, a substance or of a remedy that's going to actually um, would produce the same symptoms in a healthy person. That's called approving, but would actually cure it in the person who has that same disease, like that frequency and vibration resonates with it. So Samuel Hahnemann, um, like I said, he was an allopathic doctor. He got really frustrated with allopathic uh, medicine. It wasn't working. He wasn't curing his patients. And he just, he had enough. And he actually left medicine. And he started interpreting medical textbooks. Like that was like with different languages because he needed something to do, I guess, to fill his time. (laughs) And uh, he came Why not that? Yeah, why not, right? He came across... um, China, which is a um, Peruvian bark. And he was reading about it and he noticed how if somebody ate or used that uh, plant in a crude form, it would actually create the symptoms of malaria. And he was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, can I? Uses to cure medicine because even like her, like cures like has been around for a while like for millions of years. Yes. Even Hippocrates was one who said that that's a, a, the better way of medicine to use. So um, anyway, so he started he start, he took it himself and he went to, he went to developing the symptoms of malaria and then he found that if he diluted it, which is the magic of homeopathy, that it's not taken in its crude form like the Um, toxic form it's now taken in a ultra diluted form um he found that when he took it in that diluted form it would cure those same symptoms that it could cause so that's how homeopathy was founded and it was even back in Hahnemann's time there was a very big um I don't want to say war cuz that's not the right word but there was a sh- a conflict and a battle between allopaths and homeopaths and who was better and in Europe that's very widely known and um yeah and homeopaths were actually able to be or seen as the superior medicine often and that was that was um tough for the allopaths
1: not what they wanted exactly
0: <laughs> no 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 so yeah that's kind of how homeopathy works it it it's going to give you a substance that caught and basically what it's doing is it's resonating with the body on a frequency level. And the the amazing part of why it's like such a quantum energetic medicine is that I only treat with remedies that are what are 12 C and above. So that means that they are diluted 100 times, 12 times, right. They're diluted and succuss, um, which the succussing just means like a, a vigorous shaking and dilution means obviously there's less of the substance, right? So, uh, Anything that's a 12 seen above in homeopathy actually has no traces of the original substance. All that's left is an energetic imprint, which, which makes it like this amazing quantum medicine because you're actually not taking anything but the energetics of energy. say sulfur or you're taking energy. Yeah, you're taking the energetics of sulfur or mercury or whatever the case may be. So uh, it's so interesting, um, especially when you understand quantum right and how everything works and I'm like it's just it's cool so yeah
1: yeah it's almost like the picture of I'm going to put light in my body instead of chaos in my body exactly. you know like that whole yeah. energy yeah. frequency type understanding and yeah. uh, it it does lend itself to more of a a healing response you know like it, it, it's yeah. i I just think that kind of stuff's so cool um right. so what does um how do you choose your remedies
0: Oh, man. Yeah,
1: I know. So, this is complex. I know.
0: <laughs> well, so the homeopath is going to treat you on all levels, physical, mental and emotional, right? Because we want to take the whole totality of the person's symptoms into consideration. So like, let's just take like, I don't know, headache, for example, there are literally 500 remedies in the material medica that can cover headaches. So if you're like, Hey, Vanessa, what can I take for a headache? I'm like, well, well, <laughs> I need to know a lot more about you because homeopathy treats you, not the disease, whether it's migraines, UTI, anxiety, depression, whatever, whatever disease diagnosis you've been given, it doesn't matter. It's, it treats you. And um, so basically you have to have a consultation to really get the correct indicated remedy for your symptoms. And uh, that would mean sitting down with a homeopath, you have to spend, I would say, a chunk carve out at least an hour to sit with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really going to try to understand the depth of your suffering. They're going to want to know your past medical history. They're going to want to know what you've suppressed in the past, like what other uh, acute conditions that you've suppressed. They're going to want to know... Um, what your parents have done, have had and suppressed in the past, what kind of, you know, medical um, things that have gone on with them, because that will all help get to the root cause. Um, and they also want to know what your current symptoms are. And they want to know specifics about your current symptoms. Is the headache worse when you go out in the sunlight? is the headache worse on a cold rainy day? Is the headache better when you put a cold ice pack on it? Is the headache in the eyes? Is it in the front? Does it move? You know, all these things make a difference. You know, is it better when you eat this? Is it worse when you eat this food? Is it worse when you fast? Is it worse? You know, like all these things actually make a big difference to the homeopath. So um, that's, really how we figure it out and then we find the remedy that matches you know is it worse from emotions um you know do you, do you cry and then you have a bad headache there are so many like things that could come into play uh and that's how we get to the right remedy for you because you know i think when people say homeopathy doesn't work they just went to you know google and they were like oh here's a headache remedy and they took it and it, it didn't work well it didn't you didn't work, treat yeah. you we didn't treat specifically nicole we just treated right. you know based off of you know, Google that symptom. Yeah. You can't do it like that. You know, I mean, there are some like rare and peculiars that only match one remedy, but only a homeopath really going to know that who's really well-trained and homeopathy is like, it is a never ending, um, rabbit hole of studying. I feel like I could never stop learning, like even more than circadian biology. I'm telling you, Nicole, like, I'm like, there is so much to know. And, um, it really is. It's exciting. And um, I love, I love learning. So for me, that's great. But there's just so much to know. And like, you can't go to like a weekend schooling of homeopathy and be like, oh, yeah, now I'm a homeopath. And I know I know how to treat people like, no, it's gonna like, I'm already in school for a few years. And it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, and even my homeopath, who's been doing this for 10 years, she's still learning, you still learn more things, because it's just there's an in depth of knowledge there, that never never ending knowledge there.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think, like I said we, before we started recording, it's the idea that the human body is complex and everything is intricately connected within the human body. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I I think that for any medicine, homeopathy does make the most sense because yeah. it is it it's the understanding on the greater level of uh, that quantum kind of level that
0: and- and homeopathy also, um, everything's connected, like you just said, right? And that's why it treats the physical, mental, and emotional yeah. together. Yeah. And that's why it takes your mental emotional symptoms in. Like do you are you alone or would you rather be alone or would you rather be with people? Uh, does being with company aggravate you? if you're if you're sad and in a tearful mood, does being, do you want consolation or would you rather be left alone? Like all these things actually really matter to homeopath. Like, you know, do you ha- what, what is your fears? What is your anxiety? Or what are you worried about? All of that thing, all of those, we weight those even greater. And that's because I have never seen a chronic case including my own, my children's, my husband's, my clients, every single chronic case is always also rooted in the mental emotional. Yeah, I can you get I was thinking that's yeah, can you go like yeah, you can get like this like random acute, maybe that's not acute, I mean like an ear infection or uh U- UTIs actually usually are rooted in the mental emotional typically, but um like sometimes there can be with stronger constitutions sometimes, but it's like it's like a one percent chance, really. Even mostly even acutes are rooted in the mental emotional as well. So um yeah, that's what the power of homeopathy, that's why for me, homeopathy is a superior medicine. And also because it strengthens instead of suppresses. This is a totally different animal, right? You're strengthening your immune system, you're up leveling your immune system, you're strengthening your whatever you want to call it vital force. You know, that to me is because it's like a hormetic stress. Actually, Nicole, if you think of it that way, it's like kind of similar to like, say cold therapy or hot th- like, it is a like, because you're giving your body like this stimulus, which is a catalyst to heal, which is a little bit of a stress, right? But then it also makes your body up level and have to self heal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's,
1: pretty cool. That's so cool. I love <laughs> it's so cool. You know, it's like that because it used to be a very popular medicine even in the United States. Oh yeah. And, you know, I know that. Um, oh my gosh, Rockefeller, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was kind mm-hmm. of the the biggest to put his foot down on it and say, no, we're going to go with the,
0: oh, Nicole, with I the money that. is what we're going go to go <laughs> so.
1: with. He had his own homeopath, didn't he?
0: Okay. So John Rockefeller, <laughs> I just made a post about this. I love this. So, oh man, I, it boils my blood a little bit because he was um, a big reason why homeopathy yes. got suppressed. So homeopathy, yes. when you went to school, back before Rockefeller's time in the Flexner report, you would actually be trained in allopathy and homeopathy. You could do both. There was actually a school named after Samuel Hahnemann in the United States. It was natural medicine was big here because we came over from Europe where natural medicine is big as well. I mean, even Queen Elizabeth had her own homeopath. The whole Royal family uses homeopathy. Um, So we, we brought that medicine with us and we came here. Right. So um, it was very widely used in practice and, So Rockefeller was, you know, big in the oil industry, right? He was made his millions there or at that time he made a ton of money that way. And at the same time, you know, he had monopolized the oil industry. And at the same time. Uh, pharmaceuticals were also developed from petroleum, from the oil company. So they learned how to make pharmaceuticals that way as well. So when they learned that Rockefeller saw an opportunity, oh man, I can capitalize the medical system too, and make all the money here also, and you make patented drugs. So him and Andrew Carnegie developed this scheme where they had a man named something Flexner go in and do all these reports on medical schools and they, they they kind of basically use their money to make sure that allopathy seemed like it was the better medicine, even though it wasn't the superior medicine. And they paid off a lot of people, and they paid off the colleges and whatnot. To you know, and they totally stomped out homeopathy. In fact, people who were practicing homeopathy went to jail. Even and not just homeopathy. We're talking acupuncture, naturopathic medicines. All the all those kinds of medicines the, were yeah. totally stomped out. And then that crook, I'm going to call it that. Uh, he was a total hypocrite. Had three uh, personal homeopaths himself <laughs> for him and his family. So basically, he gave that medicine. To himself, the superior medicine, and that he knew, and then took the took that medicine away from the people of the United States, so he could make money, basically. Make money, all the
1: patented drugs. Sorry, the yeah, it's okay, it's no big deal. Yeah,
0: go, go go,
1: I'm yeah. here. No, you're fine. No, I think that that's important information to know because we are a society that is, you know, I mean, gosh, you see pharmaceutical ad after pharmaceutical ad on on the radio, on the TV. And it's important to know that this was once a way of, this was normal medicine. You know, this is what we used to use. Yeah. And I, I, like you said, we are a country that uh, a lot of our ancestors came over from Europe. And so not only homeopathy, but, you know, herbal remedies and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. And and even here in the United States with Native Americans and all of that kind of stuff. And, oh, you know, yeah. I, I often think about the frontier and what they would have used too. And it was things that would have been around you that would make sense, you know? So it, I I just think that's important to know because we weren't, pharmaceuticals weren't the thing. So it's-
0: No, they were a new phenomenon. And yeah,
1: I just take a look
0: at, okay, the the trajectory of our world. And there's many factors. I mean, the the academic of chronic illness is multifactorial, right? Oh, it's horrendous, yeah. Yeah, but the- um, we're not making, we're not getting any better using pharmaceuticals. Like it's not helping us cure chronic diseases. In fact, it's so in my view yeah. and opinion, it's only making it worse. So we are, we have, a, we have really an epidemic of chronic disease in this country and it's really bad. And it, homeopathy can help a lot of people. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know? it uh, is so bad. bad. Like it's, it, it does make me sad because I know that, you know, our generation of children now, it's their projected outcomes are not good no. and, and we're already setting them up. You know, I, I'm sure you could go through a school and both of us were in education and you could already mm-hmm. see chronic disease starting. Oh, yeah. It, it's 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 incredible. I, I can remember we would get students often from like, um, oh, like Central America and um, just it, it, they would they would come here and um there were things that happened when they when they came here immediately you know uh Mm -hmm. things that we deemed to be safe (laughs) and effective and um (laughs) i'm gonna keep going and then you know then they're eating the standard american diet because most of the time it's low income and you are fed food from the school system which at its beginnings was was beneficial like i the the idea that i'm i have kids without food so i want to feed them but then you have other companies get involved and then all of a sudden they have chronic eczema all over their body. And that's not it. So I'm already like the body is already screaming for attention and uh, yeah. yeah, we just suppress and suppress and suppress. And it's, I'm, I'm really nervous for our kids to be adults.
0: Me too. Um, they have so much stressors on them. And this is why my, my children are all on homeopathy, even though yeah. with, um, they all had their own, their own issues. In fact, two with anxiety and one with hyperactivity and, um, the two with anxiety have really made a huge traction, which is really, really great with homeopathy. But, uh, I want to help level up their health. I want to help mm-hmm. strengthen their immune system as much as I can. And this is the only way I know how, you know, yeah. that I know is effective, and. Um, it's so many things in our environment, you know, Nicole, I mean, it's the, the, the lighting, the non-native EMFs, I think are really playing a major role the the way that the school systems, I know we, you know, we both have a lot to say about that. So many things in our environment are so are causing so much stress. And honestly, each generation is just getting weaker and weaker. And the yeah. one thing about homeopathy though, is that, um, it can help uproot those generational traumas, you know, and suppression that like, so say it was myself, which my kids got me, you know, that they got my microbiome, they got my mitochondria, they got all my stuff, right? So but homeopathy can not only help heal their own stuff, it can help heal the stuff that I did to them, which is amazing. And like, even from like, even from um, my grandmother or, you know, it can heal generations back in you. So that's why it's so powerful also, um, and why my family is on it, because I I wanna help continue to strengthen them as much as I can, because they're just up against so much today. Yeah. They really, really are. Um, and there's only so much protecting that we can do as a mom. And I know you feel this too, like I can do a lot, but I can't. No. I'm not them. And I they're going to make their own choices. And, you know. Yeah. And when you said about the safe and effective things um, that actually <laughs> caused me to become into a that I mean, I didn't go into my journey in detail, but that suppression of my immune system was the drop in the bucket and the biggest trigger for me that caused me to become so sick that I had to leave my job. I couldn't no longer function. I was not able to be a mom. I was in excruciating pain 24 seven worse at night. Like I said, but that, that was the main trigger. Yes. I had autoimmunity before that. However, it was, it was like, it was there, but it wasn't, it wasn't ruining my life with this was when that happened. I was, I was done. I just couldn't even like I, I lost like a year of my life almost. I feel like it really it was that bad. So that's uh yeah. And that's also what's taking why homeopathy or any medicine is going to take a little bit longer because especially with this beast, it's a little bit different than past ones. So, um it's a harder nut to crack a little bit. So, yeah.
1: Well, you kept trying. You know, like yeah. you kept going, and it's like you oh, yeah. look back and you're like, "Wow, that was tough, but look at where I am, yeah." Now, Absolutely. and I have, I'm literally spreading light at this point, <laughs> so uh, it, it's really great. And, and to think about the kids too, like my husband and I talk about this often. It's because I, you know when you live a different lifestyle or like a wellness lifestyle, Kristen Harvey and I had this conversation: "Are we lucky or are we lonely?" Mm-hmm. And it's that that idea of like our job right now is to set them up to be adults and that they can go into adulthood, hopefully healthy. Yeah. Because they're going to, they, they're going to make their own mistakes, you know? And so it's just, it's, I think it's a great responsibility to to just set them mm-hmm. up and, you know, they do need boundaries as far as like, yeah, we're going to turn lights off at night. Yeah, we're going to let sunlight be our first light. Like, those are just really simple things. You're going to go outside and play. Like, those are just non-negotiable type things. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I, it's just like, I don't know. It's a great responsibility.
0: Outside so. where you belong, right? Yeah,
1: you belong <laughs> out there because you smell. You smell. I mean, face it, you're like middle school, high school, you smell. So you oh, yeah. <laughs> they get smellier as they get older. And the more
0: remedies I give them, the smellier some of them. Yes, <laughs> they the, the get it's coming out.
1: <laughs> tell us quick, though. Um, what does a remedy look like? Like the shape, yeah. and I think that's okay. an important, like, yeah. like thing because well, you know it's not something that we're like swallowing, injecting, something like that. It's yeah. it's definitely different. So. Yeah.
0: There are two different ways you can actually take remedies. There's liquid doses d- doses or there's um pellets. So it it looks like a little white ball or like a little white, and usually it's that energetic imprint is um, has to have something to be with, like, you know, mm-hmm. to carry it through. So it's, um, usually sugar or lactose. You can get lactose free ones if you know, you worry, but it's such a min- it's like it's minimal amount. You really don't have to worry. And there's all, it could be alcohol, which is usually when it's in water. So, um, I should put some with me to show you, but, uh, yeah, it's just like these little white pellets typically is what they look like. So yeah. Um, and that's where, that's just like the carrier of the energetic imprint. Um, or it could be like a liquid dose that you take. Um, and you take them, you could take them several ways. You can either take water doses or dry doses, we call them. So a dry dose is that you would take it, um, the pellets like under the tongue and let them dissolve. And they kind of, I believe it works on the easy water cause it like it's getting into, that, mm-hmm. into your system that way. And then it, I think that's how it flows through the body. But, um, or you could take it in a liquid dropper Or you could take the pellets and dissolve them into water. Mm -hmm. We call that a water dose. And I actually find water doses to be more quick acting and more effective. So that makes me also think that that's why it works on the level of the easy water. So um, I prefer water dosing, actually. Um, So, yeah, it's. It's just when you take remedies also too, they never expire, which is kind of cool. So you can buy them and stock up on kits and have them in your house and they don't, they don't go out. Phosphorus is one that could go out a little bit earlier. It's a little bit more sensitive, but most of the time they don't go out of date if you take care of them. They can't be exposed to strong sunlight, a strong cold away from Wi-Fi is important. That can mess with the remedies because these are energetics, right? In strong sense, um, So that's important. And yeah. Um, you don't want to ever touch the remedies or contaminate the remedy so if you drop the pellet on the floor you don't want to pick it up and put it back in the thing it's no good anymore just throw that one out um so even when you um when you take a remedy you want to like succuss it you want to bang it or shake it to kind of wake it up actually hanuman found when he would travel with his remedies he was in horse and buggy they would bounce more right so they're getting succussed a lot often. And they were more effective uh which was so interesting oh, wow and um so anyway you want to kind of like invigorate the remedy and wake the energy back up before you take it um, and then just like open it up pour the pellet into the cap mm-hmm. just a few um and either take it under the tongue or dissolve it in distilled water is actually the best water to go with because then you don't have anything interacting with it um yeah so that's how, and, or, or even in the dropper form in the liquid form you would want to take it and put in distilled water as well and You want to still shake it and drop it and put it in the water and then drink it like that. And every sip is a dose. So that's the other thing too about homeopathy that's totally different than allopathy is um, people always think, okay, I got to take this medication every day. And in some cases we do do that um, in a weaker constitution or somebody who's on medication, which would be an antidote to homeopathy. But in most cases, like if you were to take a remedy, Nicole, I'd give you like this one dose and that remedy that one dose or maybe two at the max would work on your body for months to years and actually the longer you let it work and don't interrupt the healing action the strong the deeper into the layers it goes and the deeper healing it does and actually can heal if you let A well-indicate one well-indicated remedy, work on your body for say a year, it can actually heal not only the upper layer of the onion, but inner layers as well. That maybe would have needed a better remedy, but it it can it can do that. It can heal the inner layers as well. So um yeah, it's a totally that's a whole nother level that people don't understand because they're like, wait a minute, don't I? I'm like, no, just just wait, (laughs) you know, and also not only that, the more dilute it is. The stronger it is. So, say that 30C um, is, is pretty dilute. I mean, 100 times 30 is pretty dilute, but there's remedies as far as 1M, which is 100 times 1,000, or 10M, which is 100 times 10,000 diluted, right? Those are more potent and stronger acting than the remedies that have more of the substance. So the less substance, the stronger it is. So that's a whole nother mind blowing
1: <laughs> topic when it comes to me. I see a bunch of numbers floating up in my, uh, my space here. So <laughs> <laughs> too many zeros. No, yes.
0: <laughs> I know, but it's, it's really interesting that the more dilute, the stronger the medicine. And actually, if you have a strong mental emotional pathology, like depression, or suicide, or high anxiety, we're going to give you a higher dose, because that's going to hit that mental emotional even stronger. Um, Whereas something that's more physical, we might go to more like this lower potency of a 30 C or something like that. So I, I mean, like I said, I could talk about homeopathy for days. It's so interesting. And it's just, there's so much to know, you know,
1: and you keep learning it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm glad you brought up all, all of this though, because it is so different.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: not like something I take daily. It's different. It is, it, you, I mean, you might, but at the same time it, you may not, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: you will still experience some healing symptoms or healing responses. So, um, no, I think that's, that's good to bring up.
0: Yeah. and the healing response is very different as well. So people, when they take an allopathic drug, they it suppresses the symptoms, right? That's its job. So immediately you take a, take a Tylenol your fever goes down or your headache goes away, right? Al, uh, that's what allopathic medicine does. It suppresses symptoms, but symptoms are actually the body's healing response. And we never want to suppress those. I mean, unless it's an emergency situation, we don't have a choice, but what homeopathy does, it doesn't suppress its support. So it's going to... It might give you what we call in homeopathy a little bit of an aggravation, right? You know what I mean? So it might make those symptoms intensify a little bit. Like, say, if it's an ear infection. For my son, I can remember one time giving it. And it was like for the first half hour, it was worse. And then all of a sudden, he's passed out sleeping and healing. You know what I'm saying? So that's like just that's how the body works. You have to have symptoms to have healing. Symptoms are the healing. So that's really- Yeah, and that's so
1: different too. That's the, that's so that, that is a mindset shift that uh, mm. it takes a little time, but to understand that, okay, I want these symptoms, you know, because they're communicate. It's communication, and uh, they only get louder if you keep, <laughs> yeah, if you keep suppressing, they only get louder,
0: or but, they go uh, deeper, or they or go
1: exactly, deeper. and they co- become something else. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's that that definitely took some time to learn too to because it's it can be scary you know when you're dealing with your kids it it can be scary sometimes but um yeah it i think too a a piece of it is is saying that i trust i trust you i trust Mm you you know so you
0: have to find a (laughs) homeopath that you trust you know uh, that you feel comfortable with that you're like okay i feel like this is this is the right path and of course you're going to see healing you know depending depending acutes aggravations are shorter, you know, and then they they have ameliorations, like they feel better, but chronics, the aggravations can be long. Like on the last remedy that I took, I had an aggravation for about three months where aggravations can typically last about five weeks or so. But for me, because it's just such a deep pathology, that was a, it was long. It was a really long aggravation. It doesn't mean I was in chronic pain every day. It just means they would keep coming up they would keep resurfacing these little aggravations and I'd have a rough day and then I'd have to you know take it back or and just have to trust that my body those those things are helping me heal and become stronger like you have to have that mindset like I said which is a huge huge shift because a lot of people want the quick fixes they just want to be out of the symptoms But the problem is, if you say you suppress something like eczema, you're more likely to get something like asthma, which is actually very typical when we suppress things on the skin. Or even when you suppress UTIs over and over again, you're likely to get depression or birth control. I mean, it can go on and on. Like um, joint pain can turn to heart disease very often. So the body, that's the direction of cure. The body is its moves from the inner, from the outer to the inner a lot of Mm -hmm. times or from the an organ to neurological, you know, these, these are, these are deeper, you know, we want to, we want to support the body and not allowing that to happen.
1: Absolutely. I think this is a great stopping place. So I really, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's a lot to digest though, you know, like that's a, because it's just so, the body is, is freaking amazing. Like It it is amazing. And, um, to think that something on the outside could become, it become it becomes deeper, you know, like you, you, it's not that we are saying to ignore these things. It's saying, no. acknowledge it, you know, <laughs> but don't, don't push it deeper. It's that whole, you know, idea too. If I have, if I'm angry, am I going to just, you know, repress it? And then eventually it erupts because that's kind mm. of what It kind of is what, what you're saying though, you know, like it's. It is.
0: And suppressed emotions are also a way that we have chronic disease as well. I mean, a million percent. I mean, that is one thing. And yeah, never, I never would say ignore it. Like if you have bad chronic eczema, no, don't ignore it. Go (laughs) see somebody to support it. But support, not suppress. That's the difference. That that, That's my goal to have people understand support.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because we want people to be, you know, we want people to feel good. We want people to be happy and in a great mental place. Um, mm-hmm. It just takes a little work sometimes, you know, and finding what works for you.
0: So. Yeah, and everybody's individual, so yeah.
1: That's yeah. what yeah. also is great about homeopathy; it's going to treat you, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So tell us where we can find you. What's your socials and what kind yeah. of? Because I know you're offering some new programs now. So oh, yeah. give us a little. I probably um, too many options. <laughs> 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 So if someone was interested in getting started in homeopathy, where can they find you and what do you have available?
0: Yeah. Okay. So you can find me at my website, which is brightlightwellnesscoach.com. And you can book an initial homeopathic session. That's a great place to start. Uh, I also have courses on circadian biology and courses uh, and one-on-one coaching and, and group coaching. That's not with homeopathy. That's with circadian biology lifestyle stuff. But I do have some programs that intertwine both. If you want like the full Monty, right, you can do one-on-one coaching and I'll teach you all the circadian biology foundational lifestyle practices and principles to support health because it is the foundation of health. And then we up level it with as well, adding layering in the homeopathy to support that as well. So that's, that's an option too. Uh, I treat acutes, which I think is really, really valuable. And I also have, um, because when you treat your acutes with homeopathy, again, you're up leveling your health. So if you have an ear infection or your your child has strep or something like that, these people don't think that homeopathy can uproot those things, but they're actually really great at uprooting those things. So acutes, you can find me for that as well. Um, And I also have a few acute courses you could take if you want to learn homeopathy a little bit on your own and study. And um, that's pretty much it. I have my my podcast, also the quantum connection, you could take a listen to that and learn more about homeopathy and quantum biology. And you can also catch me on Instagram. That's pretty much where I hang out. So it's at bright underscore light underscore wellness is my Instagram. So you can catch me there too. So
1: well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today and spreading all of this wonderful knowledge. Yeah, really a, you Really a beautiful light in this space. So keep wow. going. Thanks,
0: Nicole. Thank you so much for having me.
1: You too. Thank you. And um, as I end all shows, just go outside. Have a great day, everyone.
0: (laughs) If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home.